Hello, there will be lots of new stuff in this uh, video. A man in Eastern Europe had a vision of the entire end times that happened on 30th of March this year. So that will be the first part. And then a story uh, that happened here with my friend in relation to uh, a forced marking, forced fixation because it came up a lot in the prophecies that they will be uh, forcing the people to do it and that sounded scary so uh, this is a practical illustration this uh, real case of uh, why that can happen to people and i think we've got a lot to learn uh, from this example and before i start with the vision uh, somewhat sad update about uh, the subject of this uh, video uh, postal uh, parcels disappearing into black hole big time. I don't think there has been such a massive theft in the history of postal services. So that went on for a couple of months and here in the news, that is since uh, the last Monday, since a couple of days, new rules and although the headline here talks about delays if you read the actual rules it is not at all about delays but more disappearances and people getting penalized as a security threat for not properly labeling their uh, whatever they send by post and what does it mean proper labeling now by the way this new law is already in force uh, in the united states in the, and the european union so every single small part in every parcel has to be labeled and numbered. The number has to be specified and not the number that it has in the store where you purchased it from, but some sort of universal number readable for their artificial intelligence. In other words, they need to know which number underwear you wear. Of course, if you buy underwear of different size, it means it's for somebody else. And it means they are not tracking properly everything one doesn't buys. So this is not allowed. That's, what, that's why they have these penalties. I could not find uh, any information what to do when the goods that you are sending are, for example, handmade by yourself, then they don't have an universal number, then how can you send anything? Is it just gonna disappear as it has been uh, disappearing already for a couple of months? There was no answer to that important question. Uh, but uh, the other reason for which they want uh, a number that their artificial intelligence uh, can read is... Uh, what if you are buying uh, food supplies, uh, for example? What if you buy too much and you can survive longer time without the artificial intelligence uh, having a total control over you? Where I live, the food prices are stable, more or less. But even here, they had uh, these uh, like, uh, printed signs in the supermarkets some time ago that uh, you cannot uh, buy lots of uh, provisions like to stack up you can only buy only whatever is uh, you need for your current needs in short term only anyway it wasn't really really enforced um, but they are already uh, having this idea to control all this and look at the photo they have put under this announcement the man grinning at us why is he so happy? Because the sheep are happily, you know, complying with uh, all this nonsense without, uh, mostly even without noticing. And
then speaking about uh, long-term food storage, there will be a lot of new stuff in the end of this video as well. So I know the man whose vision I'm gonna tell you about since a couple of years. He helped me in the past uh, with making the videos. And already at that time I had the impression that he's a genuine source. Uh, not only in terms of being uh, properly able to channel information without distorting it, but also uh, he's a person who will remain uh, with the side of the light. Not like uh, some, not only some, but most of the other channels who may really channel entities, but uh, they're going to distract your attention with sweet talk about uh, the new age and uh, at the end, their followers will join the dark side. Probably I'm going to tell you much more about uh, him and the ancient Bogomil spirit uh, with which he is in communication in one of the future episodes about the new uh, Slavic material which I acquired recently. For now I can only say that uh, I find him as very reliable source and uh, actually it was uh, in 2019 when he was given the first clues that uh, there's gonna be a seven year period starting at that time and ending in year 2026 uh, and that will be turbulent and after that even a worse period will start. At that time, uh, that was shortly the pre-bug era, he was warned about the bug and uh, he was explicitly told not to take the fix no matter what. So that was in terms of timing uh, uh, what he was told previously. Now in this current vision, he wasn't given a precise timing. However, he was given an indication that uh, there's going to be four periods, let's call them four seasons symbolically, which will um, melt into each other. There won't be any sharp boundary between them and they will be uh, of equal duration. Although he was not given any indications uh, how long is uh, going to be that duration, and when we say seasons, it doesn't necessarily mean that the entire ordeal will be uh, one year long in our earthly time. So seasons is uh, only symbolical. But he definitely got the impression that the entire saga will develop uh, within his lifetime. And as of today, he's uh, 43 years old. And he saw the apocalyptic events uh, from the perspective of uh, somebody who is uh, living through them, like a first-hand experience and not uh, like, for example, somebody who is watching from heaven or uh, something of that sort. So the first period in which uh, we really seem to be at this point is that people are trapped in a digital reality. Most of the people are uh, possessed by these uh, malevolent frequencies. To be more precise, uh, this is direct uh, malevolent uh, evil spirit possession, but they don't realize it. And they deceive themselves that although, yeah, there are some severe problems around, but uh, life somehow goes on 
there is no um, a real special uh, reason to worry or do anything about it. There will be also, or there is, I don't know, uh, a significant increase in uh, natural disasters all around the world during this period. I'm not sure if this is uh, already the case or the worst is uh, yet to come because um, there aren't any in my area yet, uh, but surely uh, from whatever we are given in the news there are more natural disasters than it used to be let's say 100 years ago the rate has increased and we don't even know properly how many fold it has increased uh, due to the poor and distorted uh, news reporting they do mention some of the main disasters but they don't uh, reflect properly their impact instead they distract uh, people's attention with spicy stories about getting married to sex dolls or to holograms, promoting their uh, transhumanist uh, project, uh, which they have colored in very attractive uh, flair with the help of uh, Hollywood. And now they are successfully turning uh, the population of Earth into cyborgs. So the first period uh, was symbolically seen as hot summer. And the second one, the autumn is way worse. The earth is already visibly different. Almost all, uh, most infrastructure destroyed by the natural disasters and uh, social upheaval. And uh, in autumn, it is the cruel gangs, uh, rule of the gangs. All these people who have uh, already lost their mind during uh, summer, because of the malevolent frequencies, uh, they will start forming these uh, gangs and uh, going around to, to look for food or anything evil that they can do. The governments will not be that influential as uh, they are now. They will be just uh, some of the gangs. There will be also lots of uh, private gangs. And at that point it will be actually even impossible to distinguish uh, which is a government gang and which is private because anyway even now big corporations and governments they are already uh, breeding private armies uh, which we don't know about like in Russia they are already running rampant uh, we had some incidents also in New York where we had uh, heavy military without any uh, you know sign on their uniform to, to which gang they belong. So uh, this is gonna be on the rise and they're gonna terrorize the people like anything. There will be no police uh, to protect the people from the gangs. Not at all. Those who have uh, unpaid karma, uh, they will uh, suffer greatly. And in all these seasons, also in the first one, people will start dying in great numbers. In the second season, many of them will be uh, wounded or killed by the gangs. In other prophecies, these gangs are also described. First, they will start forming in the cities uh, due to intense hunger because hunger uh, will uh, hit there first when the supermarkets uh, get empty. And after uh, they uh, steal everything they could from uh, whatever soul has left alive in the cities, gradually they will start uh, shifting their operation to the suburbs and uh, eventually even to the countryside. 
the way all the members of all these uh, gangs uh, are uh, gonna end uh, is that after finishing off the helpless people, they will start uh, simply uh, killing each other and uh, eventually they will wipe each other until the end. All these banks and powerful institutions, they will have their own gangs which uh, over the uh, scope of a couple of years will uh, eliminate competition and then at the end they will kill each other, all of them. The only safety, the only thing which one can do practically at that time is to stay far away from any gangs and do not attempt to uh, make any deal with them or try to get some sort of protection from them because they will look like uh, really powerful, they will have all the guns. As long as one uh, uh, settles any contract with them, that will be the end. So the people who are badly possessed, they will find some sort of excuse inside their hearts to join some of these gangs, uh, survival of the fittest or something else which uh, they will consider appropriate. And uh, the other people who still have some sense in their head left, they will be often uh, forced to make groups uh, mostly with uh, strangers actually to try to somehow survive together to scavenge for food, especially in the cities it will be very difficult uh, around the city centers will be probably impossible because uh, that's where the gangs will be concentrated and actually towards the end of his vision, the seer realized something that uh, which I have been noticing myself uh, during the last year actually, that these groups are very important. And although at first sight it may seem that you're stuck with uh, some strangers, and even inside the groups uh, there will be often very much tension, at the end uh, he said it will transpire that it wasn't uh, that much by chance that these people got grouped like that. And that's what uh, I've been noticing that anyway, when this um, all experience their earthly life, their immediate uh, family and the most important people uh, in their life are usually souls with which they have a connection in the spirit world, especially uh, in their groups, uh, because there are groups of souls over there for learning. And also some groups are connected in bigger groups. So this is anyway valid for all our incarnations, uh, regardless of the apocalyptic times, but because this is such a crucial period, it uh, may end up uh, that uh, the people uh, that at first sight may seem to be strangers are actually souls with which you had much more uh, incarnational relationship over your many lifetimes than some of your even immediate family. I guess these groups, uh, together with the tense relationships that will uh, develop within them, they will be mostly phenomena in the cities. And this man who had the vision, 
uh, he survived the apocalypse in a city, I guess somewhere in the outskirts, because uh, he says that uh, towards the center it, it's uh, almost impossible to survive. But um, the, the uh, source uh, of information which is uh, giving him all these visions, this source knows that uh, he is connected to the New Earth uh, channel and many people have been writing me with fear uh, that they cannot leave the cities. So I see also this vision as a kind of a message of hope that especially in the suburbs, there will be some chance. It will be way more difficult, but there will be some chance. So one other prophecy, if you remember, I think uh, it, it was uh, an orthodox prophecy. It explained that in the cities it will work with these uh, groups, while in the countryside uh, mostly people will be able to remain in their houses, but still they will be terrorized by the city gangs. And then comes the winter season in his vision. That's way worse even than the rule of the gangs, uh, which was the autumn season. His group, although greatly reduced in number already, they're still surviving in some sort of semi-demolished house in the city. But it is deadly dangerous to go out on the streets of the city, even during daytime. But because some of the members in his group are meant to survive, somehow the destiny provides them with food. And he clearly remembers that... The fear of remaining hungry was way less than uh, the fear of not having water. Actually, that is the main thing uh, during the winter season, the lack of uh, water. Also in the Utrok Vyacheslav prophecies and a few other reliable prophecies, that is uh, said to be the main problem at uh, this time. And it is clear, I think, uh, for everybody at this point that the winter season clearly corresponds to the Great Tribulation and uh, the autumn to the Pre-Tribulation. But this is a parallel uh, which I am making. Uh, the seer himself uh, did not make this parallel, so it should not be used as an indication in terms of uh, what the duration of these uh, periods will be, because uh, as it was in my own vision, and it's it's uh, obviously um, so that uh, things are not uh, completely predestined and uh, there will be variations. And here comes something uh, very important, which I hope all of you will uh, remember because you may need it. At this point, if you're able to find water, it means you're on the right path. Uh, and those who are demonically possessed, uh, they will be dying of thirst. This was also in a few other prophecies. So water will simply escape, it will elude uh, those who have taken the wrong path. This year he did not see Christ or uh, people with markings on their bodies. However, he clearly sees uh, two types of people going the right way and uh, those going the wrong way. And although water will be allotted by uh, divine intervention at that point, I don't see any harm to prepare some sort of uh, containers. It's not that difficult to bury in the ground a uh, few hundred liters or even 1,000. It's actually relatively easy to accomplish. 
and also the conditions in which his group survives are just deplorable. He sees himself uh, trying to desperately clean at least a bit the, the rubble and the garbage in this uh, demolished place. But it is just uh, hopeless. Everything is, uh, the entire city, he saw a city from a bird view towards the end. Everything is absolutely in ruins. Although he was given a hint that uh, there were some still been buildings standing somewhere else on earth, but not in the city in which he survived. They had to sleep without uh, mattresses on the debris. It was uh, just pathetic from all sides. And the way he saw it, uh, in these groups, in the cities, there will be still mixture of uh, godly and ungodly people in the same group. And uh, some of them will be, like, confused. But even the weaker ones can make it if they, in their confusion, somehow or other, uh, decide to stick to the advanced souls in their group and do not take the path of crime uh, for which people will be finding excuses at uh, every step in those times. Many will think, oh, survival of the fittest and will become uh, ruthless and rude in those uh, days. But actually, uh, exactly as uh, in the Bible, it will be survival, survival of the meekest. Ironically, it will not be the toughest who will uh, inherit the earth, but the softest. Another advice that the seer gives is that if you have uh, relatives which deserves that you remain with them, uh, don't get separated uh, from them even for a short time, even for an innocent business trip or something like this, because you may never see them again. I don't know if he would advise so as of starting of today or starting somewhere around here. 2026 but uh, this is what he said and finally by the end of the winter season uh, some one-fourth of the people in his uh, group survived and uh, if we take this to be symbolic that one-fourth of uh, the people in groups will survive or one-fourth of the earth's population uh, this is uh, pretty much the most uh, optimistic uh, vision i have heard so far but he himself also mentioned that uh, humanity did not take the worst option it could have been even worse so and then comes the springtime in his vision, which I find uh, unique to his vision, because most of the other prophecies, not all, but most of them, they end uh, a bit like a fairy tale, and then comes the Jesus, and all of a sudden the uh, new earth starts. But um, from a set and few other sources, uh, all of which are reliable, uh, we understand that it will not be exactly like this. It will be a couple of decades until the proper New Earth starts. So what happens in, in this uh, transitory period? Well, at that time, uh, all the demonic creatures are defeated. He sees them symbolically uh, bound with ropes to all those uh, ruins in the cities. They suffer they are hungry, emaciated, uh, but they, they cannot move. So evil has been uh, completely defeated also in the astral field around Earth. So no more parasites, but then 
uh, only three people in his uh, group are alive by then. And the question comes, then what to do next? The weakest one in the group, uh, he, he cannot imagine any other existence. That the only idea that uh, he could come up with was to try to clean the rubble and build another civilization, like the one we had before, with the cars, with the pollution, and basically continue in the same way, just without the demons, a bit less corruption, but not much difference in overall. But the two other souls in the group, uh, they are wiser and everybody's vision is already opened and they see that a lot more is coming, that uh, the real thing is actually about to arrive. So they even uh, give up uh, all this uh, attempt to find somewhat better demolished house in the ruins of the city, uh, which was their hiding place. They understand that that is uh, useless because uh, what is about to come is completely divorced from the current civilization and uh, its ruins. All infrastructure is completely destroyed. All the parasitic governmental and non-governmental organizations are obliterated together with their gang members and the people who bought into their stupid lies. That is no longer there. The seer at that point clearly feels that there are still some houses and uh, buildings left uh, uh, undisturbed somewhere on earth, but he cannot see exactly where is that. So if you happen to survive until those times, uh, have no fear that you will be left uh, until the end of your life in these uh, pathetic ruins of the dead parasitic cancer. So this is the gist of his uh, vision. You can read uh, a bit more, a bit different uh, version in his own writing. Uh, link to the file you can find in the description. What I told you is based uh, not only on what he wrote, but we also spoke a long time personally. And uh, one point to avoid misunderstanding towards the end of the file, he mentions that... Uh, uh, maybe he has this idea, maybe Saturn, Saturn, the planet Saturn, is uh, astrologically connected with the end times. Of course, it must be. It is uh, one of the great movers of destiny. It's impossible that it is not involved in the apocalyptic scenario. All the planets will be involved, for sure. But uh, I'm mentioning this to avoid uh, one misunderstanding. The Bogumil spirit ancient spirit uh, with which he is in touch, he is teaching him already some glimpses of the future sciences. So when he talks about the influence of Saturn, you should understand that this is in the reference system of a completely new science and not in the newspaper gossip uh, type astrology that... Uh, you find amongst the uh, New Age gurus. And I'm specifically mentioning this point because I've noticed that uh, many of the bogus prophets, which may not be necessarily false channels, but they might be channeling uh, demonic entities, they very often talk about Saturn and its influence in the end times scenario. 
So I'm making this point to be absolutely clear that we are talking about completely different things and I have nothing to do with all these people who are telling you stories about Saturn. And at the end, after you hear all their explanations, it's like uh, mostly waste of time. What is the conclusion after all? They will tell you also about your personal horoscope. Oh, you're in a time of great transformation. When I can tell you that even without making any calculations and pretending that I'm reading your child, because we are all in times of great transformation. And something else uh, which I uh, notice more and more about these uh, bogus prophets which are leading the people straight into the mouth of the Antichrist is that they're exactly like in the prophecies uh, and, and they're described in such a way. They will be telling you sweet things about the new age and not a word about the Antichrist. So at the end, uh, what they're telling you and how the new age will be and how your thoughts will manifest, it's absolutely possible that even all of that is true. However, when they miss out this important information that you, you have to pass a test to actually get there, and instead of that telling you general things like don't fear, and when applied to the current situation, uh, that means enroll into the army of the devil, they're basically, basically pushing you uh, in the uh, direction that you will never see uh, the newer that uh, they're talking about. And exactly as it is said in the Bible, the last will become first in the New Age. What that means exactly is that uh, seemingly very low-profile, ordinary people that uh, nowadays are not uh, held in high respect like uh, this uh, man from Eastern Europe. He's nothing special if you look at his uh, life from... Uh, you know, the so-called normal perspective nowadays. But he is the type of people that will, as they say, save the earth with, uh, with his uh, purity because he is in touch with uh, uh, really ancient uh, benevolent spirits. And I assume that uh, these spirits will have uh, more to share in the months and years to come on our channel. And now I'm going to tell you a story from my area which uh, turned um, into a disaster for a person. Now he's, uh, I mean, held against his will. And um, anyhow, why forced fixing and forced uh, marking can occur? I think that is what we can learn from this story. So I came to know this uh, Christian man some couple of months ago and I was very happy that I met him because uh, he was a high-level Christian. He figured out all the things which I've been telling in the uh, entire um, end times series by himself. It's not that he heard them from me. He reached to the same conclusions independently based on Christian sources. And he was very happy that uh, he met me because I was practically the only person who understood about the marking and was uh, willing to resist it uh, that he knew. So far, so good. But then the last two weeks uh, in which uh, I could see him, 
he started getting somewhat resentful towards me very slightly and he said you know i started listening to this very pure christian teacher on youtube and uh, maybe it is not so uh, safe you know because you're reading other books besides the bible one should read only the bible this is the only secure place and I was like, what's wrong with you? You know yourself, even in the Bible, it is said there will be more prophecies uh, coming when the end times come. How can you hear about them if you never listen to anything else? And when you listen to this super booper preacher, I mean, is that not like reading a book? Is he not violating his uh, own recommendations? This is preposterous, but no. He continued uh, listening to him and... Uh, Somehow he decided that this will make him more conscious, cautious Christian. And then he uh, got this idea, I will return for a short while to my relatives, to their house, to save them and take, uh, make them take the right decision in this... Uh, in these important times maybe because of if i'm not there maybe they will take the wrong decision now what was the situation with uh, his relatives is uh, he lived for, he, he was away on his own for a long time just because they were like mean people not because of the end times on the top of that all of them without an exception have already taken uh, the first stage of marking so when i heard that uh, he is going to return to uh, that house i as if somebody else was moving my mouth i started uh, telling him that your relatives will become completely different once you get there it will be like a trap you won't be able to escape first they will corner you and then they will hold you at gunpoint and force you to take the mark and as i was talking because i didn't know practically anything about these people i only knew that they have accepted the first stage of the mark i was even wondering to myself who is moving my mouth can i judge the people just from one thing that i know about them but still i was talking and i was telling him a very grave picture of what is about to happen But he did not take me seriously. His uh, head was uh, completely taken over by this uh, pure Christian teacher. He said, oh, it's of course possible that you're right, but then I will just leave. I mean, he said, I have my uh, personal uh, uh, will. They, they cannot force me. How will they force me? If I see something like that, he says, I will, of course, uh, go away. I'm just going to check out, he said, uh, what's going on. And if uh, they are not willing to listen, I will um, again uh, be on my own. Okay. And then uh, after that, he went to visit them just to see how it is and i never heard again from him which was very suspicious i just got a note do not contact me ever again it's very dangerous and so he disappeared and actually it was a couple of weeks uh, after that that by uh, some mistake and that these uh, relatives made in their pathetic uh, scenario and theater that i could find out the actual story uh, which which happened so once he went home before that uh, at least you know they were treating him like trash 
But as long as he worked and gave them all the money that he earns, he, he was allowed at least to breathe on his own somewhere. They don't care where. But once he went to their home, all of a sudden they got this genius idea that now we are going to make him a perfect Christian like us. Like ourselves, they say, because they say we are absolutely free of sin and he is like, like garbage. So what does it mean uh, to be perfect Christian like uh, themselves, to, to make him like that? Well, uh, because he always does uh, wrong, he didn't do whatever they tell him, or at least they imagine so, he's under strict control, he cannot uh, go anywhere, he's being tracked digitally, everything, car, phone, he's forbidden to have any personal contacts unless they know what is he talking about with given people. Of course, people like me or probably all sensible people are blacklisted. He has to report uh, everything he does, everybody he meets, uh, absolutely everything and uh, beg for approval or, or else. And what they are threatening him with, that I'm not going to tell you about, but it's extremely cruel. His situation is already grave. I mean, uh, as bad as pre-tribulation or even tribulation. It's extreme. He, at, at this point, I saw him only once uh, very shortly after they took up upon their program of making him a real Christian, he was already half dead. And some of his relatives uh, work in the medical field and in the way they control him in such a cruel way, I wouldn't be surprised if they fix him as he sleeps. They, they, these people, they, uh, they wouldn't hesitate to do anything, absolutely anything. And when I learned about this development of the situation, then I understood what was actually moving my mouth. Because when I was uh, telling him, first they will corner you and then they will put you at gunpoint. And that's exactly what they did, not uh, with arms, but they have other ways of, uh, uh, of forcing people to do what uh, they don't want. I mean, forcing uh, other people to do things they don't want to do. And when I found out uh, what exactly happened to him, I was uh, so sad also because uh, he's my friend and also so shocked how it is, how is it possible that uh, an intelligent man who just a couple of weeks ago understood, I mean, everything very well, he, how could he have been so much out of his mind to think that he can advise these people when they're controlling him like a dog on a short leash? For example, uh, he himself, uh, maybe a couple of weeks prior to that, he was himself telling me that whoever has not understood what is going in the world right now, he's not going to understand it now if you explain to them. And at the same time, uh, he knew that uh, his uh, uh, proper Christian relatives, they don't care about the end times. They say we are uh, sinless. God will protect us under any circumstances so we can do anything. It doesn't matter. And this actually is very much related to what uh, somebody reported from Holland. Namely, that so many young people who just a couple of weeks before that were absolutely convinced that they are against fixing 
all of a sudden, as if overnight, they change their mind and they go for it. Well, if you remember the Muslim prophecies, uh, this is exactly what they say. Even people with good hearts, when they're influenced by this really black magic, some people uh, see it as... Uh, malevolent wavelengths of 5G or something else that could be the medium but the proper word is black magic even good good hearted people uh, they will go to sleep normal and with, will wake up as demons and will follow the uh, demonic uh, agenda and after thinking carefully why did such a thing happen to my friend I also understood that it is not by chance it is not it was some qualities inside him and that's why he caught the bite of this uh, so-called good christian uh, preacher on youtube and that's why he also developed this slight resentment and doubt in me without any reason i have noticed that people that uh, start going the wrong way all of a sudden even without anything changing or without me saying anything all of a sudden they develop this uh, resentment just because they choose different path and then all these strange ideas came into his mind and he started deceiving himself he said oh one should be with one's uh, relatives one family i mean how can you call these people family they're i mean openly your enemies there is no love there is uh, in their uh, uh, household so to say it's pure hatred and uh, hostility, extreme hostility towards each other. So what is very important to understand is that uh, people will, will choose to get marked or not, not based on uh, some sort of advice somebody gives them or not even according based, uh, based on their uh, religion. As we know, uh, most of the religious people will betray or actually have already betrayed their Lord. Uh, Muslims, Christians, they have accepted the mark, so being religious is obviously no longer irrelevant, and he used to understand that. But it will depend on uh, on the qualities of their soul. So the big mistake uh, he made was to believe that people like his relatives, which have made hatred the way of their life and also uh, looking at what they do i mean tracking people digitally keeping them practically prisoner i mean are these godly qualities how could have been he could have become so naive to think and he, he told me oh this is my duty christ wants me to go there now uh, to my people because this is uh, such an important time. How could he could have thought such nonsense? It's because he could not uh, distinguish between the godly qualities and uh, the qualities of the demonic people. And these possessed people, uh, they are very clever. It's very important for them to cut off every uh, possible way for the souls to be in contact with uh, somebody who doesn't uh, buy their nonsense. That's why they're not allowing him to talk to people like me. And uh, even if after I found out about his uh, sad condition, 
I was thinking, should I help with some sort of, of mantra, like for, for releasing trapped person? But then I understood that, that this uh, could be actually uh, wrong on my side, because I don't know what his, his state of mind. Maybe he does not understand that he is a prisoner. Maybe he is still under the illusion that uh, Christ wants him to be there. Who knows? Maybe he thinks he really believes that they're making him a good Christian. I don't know. Is he gone completely crazy or has he come to his senses? Because if uh, he has chosen to become like them, then it would be really like a, a black magic on my side to try to free him and influence events. So I cannot do that. I don't have the right to do that because... Uh, Good souls, they never try to force anything on anybody, even if it is a good thing. Yes, if I knew that uh, somebody is uh, really held against his will, absolutely unlawfully, yes, then I could uh, pray their mantras for releasing and for uh, removing uh, such malevolent people. But he went there absolutely by his own will. Maybe he still wants to be there. Maybe he believes that this digital prison in which they have put him is making him a Christian. So I don't know how will this story end for him. But if somebody ends up in such a situation, what is what is the way out? What if he now realizes, oh, I have done the wrong thing. These people uh, have sold their own souls and now they are not satisfied with that. They want to force me to do the same, what he should do. He cannot escape anymore physically. He cannot leave the place. Uh, he can only go out for business with reporting or something very bad will happen to him. So, in such a situation, his only hope is uh, to go completely into prayer, maybe even also fasting as much as possible. And really a desperate uh, prayer and uh, a call to the Lord to somehow change the situation. And also understanding what, uh, what mistake he has done in his understanding and uh, where did he go wrong? So once the philosophical mistake is corrected, then the Lord is very likely to hear his prayer. And um, in Vedic context, there are mantras for that, but one can uh, uh, remove such enemies only when they are really malicious. If one uses such mantras, just because one thinks those people are bad, but actually the person who thinks so is the confused one, then the mantras will backfire and harm him. Uh, in the Vedas, these are Stamban mantras, Uchatan mantras. Normally they are classified as black magic, but as uh, discussed in the video about uh, usage, uh, usage of uh, black stones, originally, why did the gods give the science of black magic to start with? the benevolent gods, why, why did they teach such things to humanity? Well, uh, they did it originally. Um, black magic was not taught to harm innocent people as it is uh, used today, sadly, in such a manner. Originally, it was exactly for situations when one is uh, held prisoner and one doesn't have physical means to fight. Then one can do 
uh, Uchatan and Stamban mantras. This this will prevent the enemy from uh, harming him in a relatively gentle way, and this is good for the demonic person who is uh, bothering somebody. The way these mantras work is uh, when the person who is harming the other one uh, decides to take a certain action, he will just... Uh, Something else will come in the middle, all of a sudden somebody will ring and there will be an urgent matter to attend to or one will get sleepy or distracted or, you know, sometimes you just forget what you're doing or, or what you were thinking a few minutes ago. Such things will re uh, repeatedly happen when they try to harm uh, the person who is defending himself with uh, this type of mantras. These are the Stamban mantras. Uh, they kind of uh, put a barrier. They don't allow any malevolent action. And your Chatan mantras, they completely remove the harmful uh, um, people from the life uh, completely. All of a sudden, the people who is uh, so aggressive, they will find something else to be busy with. They will no longer have time on, or interest to bother the person whom they are bothering. What will exactly happen to them? That depends on their karma. It uh, could be uh, good or bad, or it could be simply a change in their interest in their mind. But something will happen. And this is uh, the elegant way to resolve such problems. But Christian people nowadays, they don't know about these techniques. I do believe that they were there in uh, ancient times, uh, at the time of Christ. I'm sure he taught all the proper sciences uh, to the people at that time, or at least they were not forbidden uh, if he didn't teach them personally. Probably he taught uh, other things in person. But um, anyhow, I'm uh, still reflecting uh, aloud about the situation of this person. Because uh, he is uh, the perfect candidate for uh, forced uh, marking. And all of this uh, started with uh, this, uh, probably this poison from YouTube. And I don't know if it is exactly from this preacher that he started listening to, or uh, around that time when he told me that he's listening to this new preacher that he found, they also started uh, showing black magic ads on uh, YouTube in such a in such a way that uh, people will. It's it looks very innocent, as if uh, sick people, sick children are talking, and it's one can even feel pity. And uh, for the superficial observer. There will be nothing suspicious in these ads, but actually they have a really very powerful black magic uh, in them. And uh, just recently YouTube sent this uh, newsletter. I never read it, but this time I randomly opened and I just read one line. And <laughs> from now on, they have changed their terms of use and ads will can appear even on uh, on any video now, even for people who are not monetizing their channels, ads can appear on the videos. 
before that they were doing tricks, you know, with all kinds of as if uh, somebody has copyright fringe and they put on that so with all kinds of uh, uh, pretext. But now they're openly telling that uh, we can show ads on any video about uh, asking you. So this is this I really don't like. What if they start putting those tax toxic uh, black magic spells even on my video? I really don't know what to do. All the other uh, alternative platforms, there will be almost nobody watching the videos. It won't be worth making them. Just because uh, when I've tried this in the past, I make a video and I announce, I have published the resource somewhere else. You can find the link in the description. End of the video. Yeah, I announced that and uh, let's say 20,000 people will open that video. They will hear that. They will see the link, but only one fourth of them will click on it and follow up. This is uh, because people are so much robotized and automated. They just only, uh, they are so much controlled that they only understand. I watch whatever I see on YouTube. I watch whatever I see on YouTube. And if my video, if my actual content was on YouTube, they would have watched it. But when I suggest some other action that is not in what YouTube has uh, programmed them into doing, they simply don't do it. They are like, uh, they are mesmerized by the commands. They are already half cyborgs. And it is absolutely possible that exactly these ads uh, they made, they, it was them that put the black magic in the head of my friend. This story also illustrates how being a strict Bible fanatic, ironically, uh, doesn't uh, bring one nearer to Christ because uh, it can also make one more susceptible to accepting the mark of the beast. And the evil-possessed relatives and the evil-possessed people, they do it very subtly. They bring up topics like, for example, the one which is under question here. Actually, I have even cut part of the comment because I don't want to advertise any groups of questionable standing. And basically, it boils down to, was Christ really born in Judea? All I know for sure uh, was that there were three Christ figures, that is uh, from the set material, and that's why I consider it uh, uh, the only absolutely reliable information. And because uh, Christ came in, in the body of three people, because uh, being son of God, one single human body could not carry all the energies of such a, such a big thing. And since it was three people in our terms, their life stories got somewhat mixed. And uh, this is one of the reasons for which uh, some people say Christ was actually like this or over there or like that. And those stories may appear contradictory. However, Seth uh, doesn't mention the geographical birthplace or ethnic origin of any of them. So, uh, from what we know for sure, it becomes even more difficult to figure out was uh, he or at least one of them really born in Judea. 
According to uh, Fomenko, the new chronology project, he did an extensive research and uh, he reached the conclusion that uh, Christ, or in our terms, uh, the main Christ figure probably, or maybe one of the secondary, was actually a king somewhere on the shores of the Black Sea. And the reasons for that is that, first of all, in the old hymns, and even in many of still the uh, current uh, Christian hymns, uh, he's addressed as our king repeatedly. Uh, he's a king and people are going uh, to bow down in front of their king. So, uh, and further, Anatoly Fomenko found uh, lots of evidence that he was uh, really, really a king. And also when they were changing the Bible in the Middle Ages, uh, many references to to, for example, weather conditions uh, involving snow uh, and uh, that type of weather, they were deliberately removed when the current Bible was cooked. Also, he has um, uh, he, he presents evidence in terms of uh, how people were dressed to prove that actually the weather was not at all uh, desert-like or where Christ was born and raised. And that is uh, from the old texts. He also shows uh, a lot in, in his research, lots of artwork um, based on uh, by, by older uh, artists during the times when they were changing the Bible and still the old information was uh, somewhat available. So they were painting the flags of completely different countries. Also, the people were dressed for... Um, uh, really snow-like conditions uh, around Christ. So he, he's got a lot of uh, evidence that uh, Christ was uh, actually a king somewhere in the area of the Black Shore. And um, based on completely different sources, according to Alexander Paramonov, he says uh, that uh, the story which is that's that's how he formulated it that uh, you find lots of different stories about who Christ was and where was he born etc and he says that the closest to the truth out of all of those that i have encountered is that uh, he was uh, a, a king um called radumir again ra comes up uh in the area of the black sea he did not say this is exactly how it was. He just said that uh, this seems to be the closest to the truth. And if we see it from a perspective of what Seth says, it really makes sense to say that it is at least the closest to reality. And in addition to that, there are a number of sources uh, saying that the future capital, the rebuilt capital of Christ when he comes as king again, it will be at the old place and uh, that old place will be again on the shore of the Black Sea where it always was. And as far as the Messiah figure and uh, um, Messiah title, Moshiach in uh, their Middle Eastern uh, language, I'm convinced that originally this uh, this title was used to describe Christ, uh, sure. Uh, 
that's how it was but then uh, since this is a very important matter for them now they started preparing since uh, medieval times and that's why they they twisted uh, some of the language of the bible and when the right time comes for them they will use these uh, twisted statements to uh, bring up the false messiah and uh, make him the king of the world so basically those with uh, pure heart they will figure out uh, the truth they they can figure out the truth even uh, only by reading the bible and uh, my friend was going that way for years uh, when i met him he was in very good state and how did they manage with this uh, black magic to cloud his mind i i'm, I'm really shocked but we were warned exactly exactly about this type of black magic and the way it works is they set traps and um, if we lack in certain quality we may be tempted to try some of their traps and it will be usually let's try it a little bit and maybe if it doesn't work then i don't do more that's what he was thinking i will just uh, go and talk to them for a short while and if it doesn't work i will leave again but now he cannot leave so all these traps are designed in such a way that one will go very near and then slip inside and uh, one cannot get out and uh, the only way because we have a lot of uh, qualities to work on we should uh, not rely on being flawless we should also rely on not going near the traps at all which means uh, using as little internet as possible and also all the media even the alternative media also what i don't like about it more and more if you open practically all alternative uh, sources you will see all these high quality photos of devils this is dangerous uh, people like bill gates i mean these are high level uh, devils they have black magic just to look at them it's also dangerous we acquire their qualities when we make their image a focus of our meditation or of our attention even daily attention that is a type of meditation And now a few words on uh, water and food preparedness, although that will be useful mostly for those who are in the countryside, because uh, the people in the cities, uh, most of them will be forced to relocate. And uh, if they remain there, they will have to live uh, with uh, strangers in uh, ruins. This type of uh, a short period, luckily, not for long. So drinking water, uh, it seems it will disappear completely towards the end of the tribulation for a couple of months or a couple of years. And besides uh, burying in the ground uh, in the ground bottles with water, uh, you could vacuum seal some of this uh, chemical together with the instructions of how to make your own charcoal and that will help you purify um, whatever dirty water you may find that time 
In addition, it would be a good idea to get now some maybe secondhand, very cheap uh, survival encyclopedia or guidebook. Over there, surely there will be instructions of how to make uh, easily water filter. Of course, it will be uh, way more advantageous to substitute the big stones with the crystals. And then the other very important uh, point about water is to have a good supply of MMS. The link to that and the explanation was in the practical preparations episode. So MMS is not only probably the best thing for water purification, but also as medicine and air purification, because there will be lots of uh, airborne contagious bugs. So having a good amount of MMS is, I think, uh, essential. Now, these type of bags are supposed to be the best for long-term uh, food storage. It seems they give also... They're plastic, but they're supposed to give uh, somewhat of heat protection and light protection as well. Plus, they are advertised as having more qualities than the ordinary plastic. Now, the vacuum sealer machine, which I recommended uh, in the practical preparedness episode, that requires a special type of uh, nylon bags, which are not uh, particularly cheap. But you might be able to use uh, the same machine with the other aluminium-like uh, bags. And uh, in general, when uh, you want to use ordinary plastic uh, bags with this machine, the way to do it is to cut a... A small stripe of this uh, special plastic bag and then when you seal one end of the stripe should cross the line uh, which you will be sealing and the other one should touch very well the food ingredients which are inside the bag that is very important now after researching further what kind of food can be stored for 10 years I reached the conclusion that in terms of uh, staple uh, food supplies, it is best uh, to choose uh, a few items from the list which will follow, depending on what you like. Pasta. You should just be careful not to select some variety with some sort of oil added or something like that. Anything with oil will not last long. So uh, no matter what you buy, always pay attention uh, that there isn't much oil in it. If it is less than 1%, you're on the safe side. So first is pasta, then white rice. Don't go for the brown or wool grain uh, rice. That will go bad very quick because it's got oil. Number three, quinoa. Number four, oats. Also, I think in America they have things like instant oats, which should be even better. And then uh, potato flakes or even potato flour, that is more or less uh, the same thing. Again, you should pay attention that it doesn't have some sort of uh, additions like oil. All this, if it is vacuum sealed, it will last 10 years. And by the way, uh, these potato flakes, when uh, mixed with the instant uh, low-fat milk, which I already recommended previously, that for now I see is the best option uh, for those who have uh, cats or dogs, because the cat or dog food, that will not last long. Just when you select your milk, uh, powder milk, uh, again, be sure that it's got fat content uh, below 1%. 
don't forget some dry bifidus uh, culture so that you can make uh, yogurt and um, milk products will be obviously a top luxury during the worst period and it's not hopeless there are some types of cheese like parmesan which will last 10 years again they must be vacuum sealed basically uh, all these very hard varieties of cheese they definitely stand the chance for five or even ten years now the situation with the cooking oil seems to be difficult but it's not completely hopeless this is obviously one type of supply uh, which you should get as late as possible the things which last 10 years you can get them even now but if you can uh, uh, get some olive oil let's say uh, after five years then it, it it's got a chance to last five years until the end so it's a question of timing and look other oils uh, they will last only one or two years basically the general rule with oils is that they will last uh, two to three times longer than the best expiration date which is printed on them twice from the time they are manufactured of course and there is uh, only one uh, oily thing uh, which will last 10 or even 100 years and that is uh, ghee now i've never tried myself uh, how does 10 year old ghee taste it's in the description it says bitter and pungent but the thing is um, if the ghee is really vacuum sealed very well it will not go bad but gradually it will turn into medicine and in 10 years it will be no longer called ghee but purana grita and it will be a very powerful uh, medicine by the way one of the sicknesses for which it is prescribed is uh, possession by evil spirits so uh, there will be lots of uh, demand for it uh, in 10 years from now so in other words there is no guarantee that it will be tasty after 10 years uh, but even if it is not still uh, it will be uh, it is supposed to be a very powerful medicine and by the way i was reading about the side effects of uh, purana grita in uh, ayurveda so it says that it basically doesn't have any only if it has not been sealed properly it may uh, have a slight uh, transitory uh, side effects but still it should not be discarded and even in that condition it is recommended as uh, medicine i'm not sure if you'll find uh, such tips uh, co uh, compilation of tips about luxury apocalypse anywhere else on the internet just one thing about such a ghee is that uh, you have to make it yourself uh, don't buy anything from the shop because uh, we don't know which companies uh, really have pure ghee maybe there are companies that really pack pure ghee but uh, obviously this is uh, as everything else is mostly mixtures so it's very easy to make uh, ghee when you see butter on promotion in your uh, local supermarket get a big quantity and make uh, ghee yourself very quick and easy 
Now, the information for preppers in terms of uh, canned food is uh, very contradictory. And uh, after reading various sources, uh, I reached to the conclusion that uh, many of the people don't know what are they talking about. First of all, I will tell you about a test which my father made uh, here a couple of years ago when I got the house. It, it was abandoned maybe, let's say, at least 15 years ago. And there was... Uh, uh, food uh, in cans and also in jars and at that time my father was uh, curious and he opened some of them actually some of the jam at that time was still in very good uh, condition uh, he, he tried it and he, he sampled it and he did not get sick and he said it's very tasty actually that jam was in a glass jar and as far as the canned food, it was all of it in deplorable condition. I mean, it was already leaking. The the, uh, the metal was rusted and uh, perforated by insects. So all these things that you will uh, read that they still find canned food from the Second World War and is still eatable. The reason for that, as uh, I found explained in an article of people who seem scared to check what is that all about, is that at that time uh, they were actually manufacturing high quality uh, canned food in terms of packaging and the ingredients also inside the um uh, can and it turned out that nowadays uh, we put uh, mostly uh, low-grade ingredients so most of the modern uh, preserved uh, food in in cans uh, will go bad in two three four maximum five years so do not rely much on that much on such uh, things unless you know that some company is really making high quality stuff and they are using only olive oil Still, I assume that you should be looking uh, uh, for uh, canned food with a very low oil content. Some people say uh, fish will, um, high-quality fish will remain good even for 10 years canned. I don't understand how is that possible if uh, any oil by default should uh, go bad in maximum five years, even oil, uh, even olive oil. So, but there are such reports. Still, to be on the safe side, when you shop for uh, canned food, be sure it is uh, with olive oil and uh, I guess preferably with uh, low oil content. So uh, speaking in terms of uh, oil going bad uh, relatively fast, what uh, will we do for hand cream uh, when it gets dry? I would suggest the solution to get uh, aloe vera plants now because they don't grow extremely fast and uh, cultivate them for medicine and for cream. There are also some sort of uh, dry shampoos. Some of them can be easily uh, uh, made even at home. In case uh, there is a shortage of water, it could be very unpleasant if we could not wash our hair for a long time. By the way, one big plus point of the potato flakes, which I mentioned earlier, is that uh, they don't require uh, serious cooking. Just uh, once you need to boil the water and put them inside and that's all. And that uh, could be 
very useful when you don't have uh, lots of wood or means to make a fire and cook. There are also a few types of very basic uh, bread, just uh, mix flour, water and salt and bake it until it is uh, like a, almost like a cement. That will also last uh, 10 years when vacuum sealed and that can be just uh, made moist and eaten anytime without any cooking. In overall, although in the vision in this uh, uh, very same episode it said that uh, it will be more or less as it is now for uh, uh, four or five more years, still I would recommend uh, by the end of this summer to get all the things which will last for 10 years. Because uh, we don't know when they will introduce uh, all kinds of quotas. Here where I am, it's still very mild, but now and then one encounters uh, quotas when trying to shop. And because they are uh, suppressing international transport with these new rules, there could be a lot of problem with quotas uh, very soon, possibly, and the rising food prices are guaranteed because uh, they have uh, demolished uh, the uh, economical infrastructure to such an extent uh, that's unavoidable. So all the long-lasting uh, in uh, food ingredients, uh, please get them by the end of this summer. And also get a few bags of cement that will also last forever if you uh, store it very well in a really dry place. Uh, because uh, if you have not yet felt uh, how important it is to have uh, good hiding places, as uh, Gottfried from Verdenbeng was, uh, recommend, uh, was recommending, you will figure it out uh, within a couple of years and then it might be too difficult to get cement. Or whatever other ingredients uh, you, will be use depend you will be using depending on uh, where you want to store your things. I was thinking if it is underground, then uh, maybe outside wrapping with aluminum foil uh, would be good in areas uh, where there are lots of moles like here. So that's it for today and special thanks for all those who said a prayer for my soul. Uh, it really worked. I'm not uh, saying this just out of politeness, but I uh, think I felt the effect on the very next day of publishing the video. And I believe that was uh, the main thing which uh, pulled me out of uh, that dark well uh, almost completely already. And since a couple of videos I'm trying to make this downloadable uh, gift something uh, for which hundreds of people have asked over the years, I cannot publish that in a video but I'm allowed to send it only privately by email. So you can just drop me an email. Uh, with subject gift and text of the email gift and that's all and uh, you will receive in reply uh, the download link I hope it will work this time have a nice day and I hope you have learned something